And we're live, another episode of Saf in the City. When you guys listen to this, it won't be live because that's how this works. But right now we're live. Uh, this is my last day in Camp Ask. And obviously as my last day, I'm going to reflect, talk about it. And, you know, uh, you guys always give your feedback. Just listen to it. I like when everyone's a part of the journey. That's why we're here. So with me tonight, I have someone who's good to reflect with. They call him the mirror. We got Harry Erlinski. Say what's up to, to the Saf in the Cityers. Hi. Hi, I'm Harry. Welcome. <laughs> All right, Harry, give a random fact about yourself. Ooh, I'm really bad at lip reading. <laughs> I like that. Harry, if I remember correctly, you had a podcast or a part of a podcast. What was that about? Yeah, I had a podcast. It was me, Yis Kamenetsky, and Huda Wiener. It's called Step Back 3 Podcast. Um, the basketball stuff. Yeah, it was basketball stuff. It was uh, going into my junior year. We did a couple episodes and then kind of just fell apart. All right, so you're familiar, though. So that's, that's good. We like to see that. All right, so I'm going to start us off with, with, with the reflectings, with, with the mirror. So at end of the summer, we finally made it through. Of course, now that we're at the end, it feels like it went by in a second. But we've been here for around eight weeks. And I'm just going to say I'm really, really happy that we, uh, that we did this. I'm really happy I made it through this. I was very, very close to not coming here. And this was honestly the experience of a lifetime. I want to share two memories that like really, really stuck with me. One was I was actually in my bunkhouse right here. And we were putting all the kids to sleep. And right before they went to bed, I stopped by five different kids. And each kid made me laugh in a whole different way. And like I just realized how, how pure it was. And that was honestly a big turning point in my summer when I started realizing the happiness here. And another time was tonight. We, uh, we put my kids in the park and we just had a night chill. We, uh, we played some music. We let, we let one of our kids that's leaving tomorrow give a speech. And his speech was literally... This was an amazing summer. But everyone got so hyped. Like, that's all, that's all we needed. You have uh, any memories or any specific moments that were like, wow, like, this is something special here? That's a great question. I'm going to say the most memorable moments, probably funny moments. I won't say names of any of my campers because not. I'm not trying to call them out. But Also, you never know if they're going to listen to this. Like, you know, you don't want them telling on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but definitely one of my campers uh, crapped his pants. <laughs> Someone who, uh, who does not wear a diaper. And it came out of nowhere. And the way he waddled to the bathroom, <laughs> we had to change his underwear. That was one of the hardest laughs of my life. Um, I would say also another camper in my bunk, not my camper, but someone who sleeps in my bunk, was was running out of the bunk. And I was in my underwear and I had to chase him. And that that was definitely an all-time story. I'm gonna. There's definitely some other stories I can't say on a podcast. That's what I said before, you have to keep it PG. So good for Harry for having a filter. Yeah, but it was... The most memorable summer probably of my life and definitely the most impactful agree with that and has gotta expect the unexpected that, that's how it is so one thing that i think you'll like that we spoke in our meeting tonight for uh end of summer division meeting is he, he the division had asked like who here has a camper that's their best friend and a bunch of us uh raised our hands and he said these kids might be your best friends you might love them but you are these kids best friends you go home, have all your friends. Oh, this clicker, bro. You, you go home, have all your friends, hang out with them. Of course, you still love these kids. But these kids, they don't have, like, home friends. Like, these kids got used to us just being being with them every day. And, and one thing that I noticed this summer is that I actually thought about this morning. My first day here, I, uh, I was getting a kid ready in the morning, my, my littlest kid. And I remember it took me 45 minutes to get him ready. I was so stressed out. I couldn't find anything. I, did, I barely knew this kid. And when I did, I was happy. And then this morning I had him and 15 minutes, you know, we're laughing. Even the parts that is still difficult. We're laughing at each other. We know each other now. So I just think it's interesting, the balance between uh, the job 
getting used to the job and uh, developing relationships with these kids. I know that your kids, uh, you have some kids in wheelchairs, some that don't speak. I want to know, how's the, like, uh, the relationship development with the kids that, that don't speak? How does that work Like from where we started to where we are? So it's definitely a weird thing being a counselor of kids who can't express themselves to you at all. I, we spoke about this uh, Friday night on your porch at saying goodbye to these campers. I don't think, I don't really know because I'm saying goodbye tomorrow morning, but I don't think it'll be as emotional as if I were to say bye to a Taylor's a Morris Armas or a counselor to say bye to my campers there because they just, they can't communicate back to me. And I don't really know, I mean, you know my campers. I don't really know. Harry has very, very cute campers. They're, they're adorable, but I don't know if they know so much what it means if when I'm saying bye. Not at all. Yeah, and probably not at all. So <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely a weird thing. It's, it's incredibly unique. And I mean, I love them, but it's not the same ca- uh, counselor-camper relationship that you would typically see. 100%. So how, how do you feel closer to them, though? Like, obviously, you're more comfortable with them, but it's like with, with my campers, the beginning, like, they wouldn't listen so much. Like, I, I, could, I didn't know their language, you know? Like, now I, I know how to get them to do stuff. Like, we can laugh together. So, like, since your campers don't talk, like, where's the relationship growth besides, like, the love, obviously? So, I'd say the relationship growth is mostly one-sided. You talked about learning your camper's language. It's, it's truly amazing to see that, like, from week one to week eight, how you understand your campers, you understand why they're crying, when they're crying, when they're happy, when they're sad, what makes them happy, sad. Right. It's it's uh it's the first glimpse of parenthood that I've ever experienced. Not that, like I'm. We're, we're not parents, them. but of course not. But when you spend eight weeks, hundred percent, twenty four seven care. Them, you 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 totally learn 100%. their lingo, even when they can't speak, and even if they don't even know why they're doing what they're doing, you, you know? get it. Yeah, so it's, I hear it's that. that's that's what I think the the most uh, the I would say the most special thing that I saw was was that like light. You like, understood then. Yeah, a tiny glimpse of what parenthood is like. It's crazy. That's that's beautiful. Another thing I feel like I gained a lot this summer was complete mentality shift. Um, I spoke of this on the last podcast. The main thing that I worked on was probably patience and selflessness, but. I didn't realize how selfish I was in, until this summer, and, and it's such it's such little things. Um, I think I think I said this last time. I was in a my camper had been an activity. There's swim or sports, and everyone wanted to do sports. No one wants to shower with the kid, and you know, in the night. But my my camper wanted to go swimming, and it wasn't about me. It was about him. I took him swimming. Another thing that happened like a week ago. I was walking to the swings with one of my kids, and there were two swings, and one was a little higher than the other one. And I was taller. I, naturally, I wanted to go on the taller swing. The other one was closer to the ground. It was annoying, but I wasn't going to swing anyway. And I, I just had the thought process that if I'm on this swing, he's not. And that's something that I never would have even thought about before. Like, just the thought of, like, me doing something means someone else is not. And I, I try to think about that before some of my decisions. How about uh, any, any mentality shifts for you this summer? So I'll speak on what you just said about how you have to put somebody else before you. During orientation, they told us that every time you get thirsty, think that your camper's thirsty. Oh, right. Every time you get out of a pool and you're cold, <laughs> your, your, your camper's cold too. You actually said one of the things you do is you'll always put the towel on them before in the pool. So I don't do that, but I, actually, I like that. Yeah, I, I just think every time, I think the easiest way to be a successful camper uh, counselor and ask is every time you feel like you need something 
put yourself empathized with your campers who can't communicate with you. Today, uh, my camper Yaakov was crying for hours and I, he can't communicate uh, verbally at all. And I had no idea what was going on. It's very hard to read him. And then I asked on my co's because I was dying of thirst. I was like, wait, did you give Yaakov water today at lunch? He's like, I totally forgot. Kid hadn't drank water in like six hours. And that's all it was? Well, I gave him water. He was better. He was still crying, honestly. I think he was probably constipated, to be honest. <laughs> it's crazy because people don't get how difficult that is. Even me, like my campers speak. Like they'll cry and I'll be, and I'll be like, I'll, I'll calm them down. What do you want? And they'll say like, I need this. So the fact that you were able to... Yeah, like like you said, through knowing what you need, knowing what they need is is very nice. Um, another thing this summer that I really took away from is uh, loving people and accepting people like for for who they are and for their strengths, not for their weaknesses. This actually happened with you. I was in the pool, and you you handed me this camper, Menachem. Menachem's this camper that is uh, blind, deaf, can't walk, can't speak. And I was holding him in the pool. And the only thing I was thinking was, look how happy he is. Because he finally, like, feels the pool. He really liked it. He moves around. He squirms. He makes some noises. And I'm not thinking, wow, this kid can't walk, can't talk. I'm like, wow, like, this kid is so happy. And I think that is huge to see people for their, for their strengths. I think it gives you a, a lot more of a positive outlook and just uh, better for relationships. You got any thoughts? Menachem in the pool is is a spiritual experience. <laughs> it's It's my, it's, I always say this, it's. The, probably the one thing in Hask I would opt to do on my off day. It's wow. true. It's truly beautiful to see someone. Uh, he, he just said this, but he's blind, deaf, autistic, and and he's also uh, mentally going on. And for him, essentially all he has in the world is <laughs> the, feel. So yeah. when he goes into water, it's a new galaxy for him. And it's like the most beautiful thing. You take him in and he's shaking so happy yeah. and he's laughing and it's it's just incredible when these kids are happy like i said before it's a it's a it's pure it, and it just gives you a, a feeling of happiness that it's very it's very meaningful that's what i'll say um we were actually supposed to record this earlier but there were uh, a, a lot of speeches tonight and you know like who wants to sit for a long period of time and just, and just listen to someone talk like good thing that's not what this is at all so <laughs> um all right. One thing we did this summer is I feel like every few weeks we would ask each other the rating of the summer. N- now that it's over, where are you? One to ten. I would say probably somewhere between a seven five and an eight. Um, I also we we do so guys every week. <laughs> I would ask Saf for this. I basically asked like everyone I saw this, uh-huh. but I said to Saf for this past Friday night. It's the first summer of my life where the rating scale of how my summer was from one to 10 is not purely based on fun. So even if this place, you know, a lot of people say Haskell's the most fun summer of life. I personally didn't feel that way, but it was, so maybe it's a six out of 10 fun, but it was 10 out of 10 on how impactful and important and meaningful it was to my life. So we can average that to an eight, six and 10. Yeah, six, 10. Yeah. So it's funny because I think every time we asked this question, we were, always like pretty much on the same scale like we started like the, the seven it's like it's not the most fun but it's meaningful we slowly kept oh it's getting better 7.5 i'd actually also put it at an eight solid eight to finish the summer um i think that like you said it's not purely about the fun but even though i've had summers that have been higher than an eight this is on a whole different scale i've never had a summer that hasn't been about me and it's just not and the things that like i've spoken about and the things that i feel like i've gained are experience of a lifetime i'm really really happy that i came here and 
uh, I'm actually really sad to go. A lot of people are. So the quote of the day to shift that mentality is, I used to see this in Masora. There was a sign every day I would walk by. I think it's from Dr. Seuss. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Oh, wow. Harry, he just wiped away all his tears. He's smiling right now. Wow. How does this feel? Uh, I don't know. I actually, uh, I said earlier, like 10 minutes ago, that I definitely don't think I'm going to cry. Or I didn't think I was going to cry. But tonight, hearing all the speeches was making me very emotional. I don't think I'm going to cry because tomorrow morning I'll be in a rush out of here. Yeah. Also, you're, Harry's going to L.A., so he just says that's something to look forward to. And very rewarding for everything you just did. So good for you. Enjoy it there. But yeah, continue what you were saying. Yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, I'm going to cry. Uh, I'll smile because it's over. <laughs> I don't uh, – so I'm like, I guess, yeah. Dr. Seuss. He, he really yes, got sir. to me. Keeping the quote. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really a cry at the end of camp. So, I, I am. Uh, I'm not. Even, I'm <laughs> yeah. not even gonna lie. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> Safra is for sure. I already cried last night. Uh, the kid who sleeps next to me. Uh, we, so we took a picture of our class in academics, and the teacher gave us frames, and and he just held it. And he's just like class E, and that that just that just lost me. I had 15 seconds of crying, but then I. Wait, who? Yuda. Yuda's my guy. That's my day one. This kid, the first time I saw him at the bus stop, he's like, are you my counselor? I'm like, yeah. And he just gave me the biggest hug. Since then, he's been my rock. He's always happy. He, always, he really had brightened my mood during some hard times during the summer. Um, he's not going to listen to this, but Yuda is the GOAT. So saying bye to him is definitely be hard. I'm sure there'll be some tears, but today I really felt a very happy sad. Like I'm, I'm sad, but like I w- it's time. It's time to go for yeah. sure. I have, I have a question for you, Safra. Oh, no. So, in five days from now, you think you're still going to be missing camp and your campers? Because I feel like like every time summer's ending, I feel like, okay, I'm going to miss it. And then, like, three days later, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I was in camp this week. Like, yeah. I feel like that's how it's going to be. Agree with that. I have two weeks before I go to Israel. I'm happy to have time at home. I think I'll miss the campers more than camp. But I think there will be some times where I'll just miss, like, just walking around, bumping into people. As a social person, I, I really enjoy that. But it's time. Like, I could do another week at this point, and I didn't think by the end I'd be saying that, but I wouldn't choose for another week. It's, it's time time to go. Maybe I'll be back. We'll see. Um, to switch the vibe a little bit, get a little more po- – not that this hasn't been positive, but but uh, just to get a little more positive and, and a little more random. I don't know if you agree with this. I think it's disrespectful to even call this a hot take, but I was just drinking some Cherry Coke tonight, Cherry Coke the other week. Cherry Coke is that guy. Agreed? Oh, interesting. So I'm not a huge soda guy in general. I try I not to you, drink. I knew you wouldn't be. Yeah, I try not to drink calories. So, but I've obviously tried them all. You know, I'm not crazy, and I, I just think the original Coke and the original Sprite are the two best sodas ever made. Like I know that that sounds boring because they're they're like the faces of yeah. the game, but they are the, they're the faces of the game for a reason. You think Sprite and Coke are both better than Dr Pepper? Yeah, I, I actually never got the Dr Pepper hype. It's, That's crazy. Yeah, I never got it. That's crazy. It's like it's like a it's a unique flavor. So I guess if you like that, then you That's can understand it why it's like it's yeah, your rock for but, sure. But I just it, I never vibed with it. All right, listen, I'll I won't respect it, but but I'm not gonna hate on it. Actually, I will hate on it. That's a bad take. But <laughs> but so cherry coke. Where do we stand with that? Oh, cherry coke's good. It's um, it's I him though. It's him. No, no, it's not him. It's it's very good. Um, it's better than vanilla coke, which is also pretty good. After drinking it tonight, agreed. But they're both. I just think a normal Coke is the best. It's Coke. Agreed. If I had to keep one, I keep Coke. But I, I'm just showing Cherry Coke the respect that I feel like it deserves. You know. Yeah. 
I hear that. I, I, <laughs> people definitely don't talk about it a lot. Yeah. I think it's just it's that random canteen drink that you had like when you were in fifth grade. Yeah, it's just not as easy to find. That's true. It's more of those things like you go to the movies and you're <laughs> going through that machine that gives yeah, you 400 yeah. different flavors. Exactly. They're like, okay, cherry, vanilla, blueberry, Coke. Like, let me try it out. I love Dr. Pepper, but like if there's cherry Coke and a Dr. Pepper, like sometimes like it, it's they're both very sp- specific. I think that's why I like both of them. But sometimes you just want that cherry. Like, not a hot take. I'll take cherry Coke over cherry Dr. Pepper. Oh, I would take cherry Coke. I would take cherry Coke over Dr. Pepper and cherry Dr. Pepper. But I don't, I'm not a Dr. Pepper guy. I just don't, All right. I don't get it. Harry, Harry likes the Coke. I would take Fresco over Dr. Pepper. Oh That's my crazy. God. I hope you guys didn't hear that. Fresco over Dr. Pepper. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I thought of it. Oh my God. What about seltzer? Is seltzer good or not good? Seltzer's like, okay. I, I'm not really like, I don't hop why people do seltzer over water. Agreed. It's so <laughs> not it. It's also not even like hydrating remotely <laughs> it literally makes me dehydrated i don't get it at all so someone explained it to me and he said that it's like when you're in the mood for like water i mean i guess he found it hydrating even though i agree it's not but he said like you're in the mood for water and like you, you want some soda but like you don't want you don't want it to be too much and it's the combination like i guess i understood but like i'd rather like drink the ocean than drink seltzer honestly <laughs> oh, i don't hate that oh, i'll tell you this though plain seltzer like plain like bubbling water whatever you want to call it Oh my god, it's it's nasty. It's, it's actually terrible. agreed. That or not that you've ever tried it, but like the thought of alcohol. Oh, I mean, yeah, I've never <laughs> tried. Yeah, but it sounds like it would taste really bad. Mom and dad, you guys should be very proud right now. Harry's mom and dad, you guys should also be very proud right now. All right, we're gonna play a little game. You know the game wavelength. I freaking love wavelength. Love it. I'm All right, so I'm gonna explain. It. Oh, he says he's good at it. All right, let's see. I'm gonna explain it to the viewers. Wavelength is. I'm gonna think of a number one to ten. And I'm going to give Harry four questions to ask to figure out my number. It could be name a color, you know, and I name the color. And based on my answers, he has to get the number. And we're going to see if we get on the same wavelength. You guys can play too because I'm not going to say the number. I'm not going to cheat. You can trust me. And the number is I got it. And question number one. Wow. So you really put me on the spot. But but luckily, I've played the game before. So I think I could do it. You got this. Okay. Um, Give me a month of the year. Oh, I was going to give that as an example of a question, but I didn't want to rule that out. Yeah, I got you. All right. I like that. I'm going to go April. Okay, April's a good month, in my opinion. I think April's around like a seven. You got perm in there, and it's like just starting to get hot. Perm, perm's in there depending on the leap year. That's true. Oh, really? It's like perm Pesach, and that's both of those are great. So I'm thinking like seven. Um, give me, because we were talking about four, give me a soda. Oh, I like that. All right. I'm going to go with Pepsi. Pepsi's good. Pepsi's good. I mean, you like Coke. You like Dr. Pepper. I feel like you like Pepsi, but it doesn't seem like you like it as much because you didn't mention it. So I still think seven's a solid guess. Maybe six. Um, Let me think of another question. Give me an NBA player. Player. I thought you would go NBA team. NBA player that I'm going to go with. I got I to gotta be smart about this. Uh, I'm going to go Carl Anthony Towns. Cat. Okay, wow. Cat has been like a four-time All-Star, so I'm thinking... I don't think he's been a four-time All-Star. Three, two. Two. I think three might be pushing it, but maybe it's three. And he's been on an All-NBA team, so maybe eight, but I don't know. I think eight's more like Jalen Brown. And I don't think Cat's at that level, so maybe seven. But maybe I'm just biased because I think it's seven already. But I'm going to ask one final question. Um, give me 
Give me a holiday. A Jewish holiday? Uh, you know what? Let's scratch that question because all I don't right. want to include non-Jewish holidays. There's fine, not fine. enough Jewish holidays. No, no discrimination, though. We love all people. Yeah. Okay, fine. Can you give me a vacation spot? All right. That's a tough one. Take a moment to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to I get this right. Get okay. that fence, Eitan. I'm going to give a more general answer. Like, this not personal to me or to you. I'm going to say, pick your place, but within the States, a ski spot. Okay, ski spot. So, I think most people would agree that ski spots are not as good as warm weather spots. And I think by the way he's saying it, he and based on his other answers, he's not someone that hates skiing. Like, for me, a ski spot would probably be like a four, maybe a three just because I don't like it, but I think the general consensus would be higher than that. And I think seven is still the number I'm leaning towards, so I'm going to guess seven. Is that your final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. All right, he locked in, and the number was seven. So skiing, I haven't gone skiing. I just feel like I would like it. And like you said, like most people do like it. Um, I, I, I wouldn't have thought about it before. I do think Jalen Brown was a good eight. What would you have thought if I said Jamal Murray? Eight? I think Jamal Murray's probably an eight. Okay, fine. That's why I went with Cat. I feel like Cat's like, yeah. like you said, the all-stars, the all-NBAs, but like hasn't like broken yeah. that border yet. Yeah. You know, second, like, Ant's kind of like the eight Ant now. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right, that was good. Harry said he's good at it. He, he got my thought process. He, he was with it. It was seven the whole time. He was with it step by step. So kudos to you.